Alright, welcome everyone once again to your favorite A to Z podcast show. I am your host, America's Sweetheart, Andrew Varble. Of course. And I am failed comedian, Zach Melcher. Thank you so much for listening again. I like that you said favorite A to Z podcast show, because mm-hmm. that's... I don't think there's that many A to Z podcast shows, right? We haven't spawned a bunch of rock ripoffs yet? Not yet. Oh. It'll happen eventually. Oh, okay. I thought we were already that big now. There's going to be you some You said dude. we had 40 listens already. That is true. We That's 40, 40 people that have already like tried to copy our success. I've listened to our dumbass shit. <laughs> yeah, no, there's going to be some guy named, like, Adam, and he's going to have, like, a girlfriend named Zia, and then they're going to make an A to Z show, and it's going to suck, and nobody's going to listen to it. So no, why would fuck they? Fuck them what they get fucking adam <laughs> fuck adam man fucking douchebag how you been buddy i'm doing good so those those 40 views are those unique views or is that just you listening to it 40 times and that counts each time i listen to it 38 times oh okay so it's not all me all right it's just me laughing at my own jokes while mm-hmm. i look in the mirror <laughs> it's like the uh, love scene in american psycho mm-hmm. did you call it a love scene though now that i think about it no, just a sex scene. He paid him for love. Yeah. I mean, they're not making love, but that's just pretty sex. Making sex. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make some fuck destroyer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Drinking some Bud Light Orange today, buddy. Yeah, you're in the summer mood. Mm-hmm. Get it while you can. I'm in the God I Hope Summer Ends mood. I can hear you there. I'm not made for it, man. Yeah. The weekend was terrible. Oh, my God, right? Heat index over 100 all three days. I'm almost glad that uh, I didn't end up going to the lake Sunday. Cause it, oh, you guys didn't? No. I, like The friends we were going to go with, they were a little hungover. Uh, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I was hoping they were going to back out because it was so fucking hot that I'm like, I don't want to go outside at all. Mm-hmm. So instead I sat around and drank a lot of beers and rewatched Game of Thrones. I'm trying to go through another re- rewatch before the next season drops. So. Oh, sweet. Even like season three or four now, I forget. Okay. What about you? Have you watched Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, did multiple viewings of the first four or five seasons because random girlfriends at the time and my roommate. Like every time somebody new in my life is going to be in my life for a while, I'm like, well, let's start this over again. Let's watch these. <laughs> so yeah, I've been through most of the seasons quite a few times. The latest season I've only seen just the once, but mm-hmm. I definitely plan on rewatching at some point before the new season kicks off yeah no i'm trying to get through like all of them but i mean i think we got like a fucking year until the new season kicks off it's at least like nine months yeah at least so that's gonna take forever and then it's gonna be like three episodes long and we're gonna be pissed (laughs) off (laughs) yeah i can definitely see that it'll just like open up and then like oh my god what if they like fucking dallas it like the final episode is brand waking up from a dream in the first season it's just like Mm. that's what could happen i was the raven i saw it all (laughs) this is what happened this is what could have happened, but we're not going to do that now. And then it ends abruptly. Mm-hmm. And then it, we all it's just Ned, like picking him up and giving him a big hug. Like, it's okay, son. I love you, buddy. Yeah. Everything's okay. I'm all right. My head's still attached. And and then we just fucking riot in the streets. <laughs> like, how dare you, HBO? <laughs> no wonder he wouldn't write the rest of the books. Yeah, Martin's scared. The fucking bullshit ending, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. I would it love kinda that. It kind of would. I almost want that to happen now. Yeah, what if he just fucked with everybody for the ending? Just like, because we've been waiting for it so long that mm-hmm. it's never going to live up to the hype that we want. Oh, it could. It's so what if impossible. he was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, give him nothing. Yeah, just middle fingers in the air. Mm-hmm. Complete, like, not even a 180, like a 720. He just, that's how bad he just spins everybody's head around. Or just what if, like, he went fucking ballsy ending and literally killed everybody? 
and the fucking Night King wins, and it's just like, yeah, that's what happens. We all lost. What do you think about that? And just World's over. Smiling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just ends with just George R. R. Martin closing a book in a giant like leather chair. He has a pipe. He's like, yeah, you don't always win. Go fuck yourselves. What do you think about that? We're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll start Westworld then. <laughs> it's a drink break. That's yeah. good. I enjoyed yeah. that. I decided to say silence would be a good edit point. That's a, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just cut that right out. Yeah. Speaking of edit points, I was listening to our other uh our older episodes. Okay. And I say fantastic way too much. Oh, that's your keyword. So we can either do one of two things. Okay. Uh you can kick me in the shin every time I start overusing that that word. Okay. Or a little something fun for the uh for the listeners. Uh-huh. Every time I say fantastic, you take a drink. Oh, counting that time? Yes. Oh. But that was kind of deliberate. You didn't do that. I don't care. You still got to do it. Okay. Fuck you. If I say fantastic, you take a drink. Okay. That sounds fantastic. I agree. Does it work for me? It'll be fucking Or is it only you? I think it's only me because I'm the one who overused it way too much in episode two. Okay. I was listening to it. I'm like, why does this guy say fucking fantastic all the time? He needs (laughs) to stop. Get a thesaurus and learn some fucking new words, you douchebag. You're just a big fan of it. I think it's a fantastic word. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. That was for everybody that has that would like to take a drink. This is the after hours podcast here. If you can't call me up, what's up? You got some love line questions for me. <laughs> Motor after dark. People are taking their headphones out. Just like, okay, fuck yeah. this. That is enough <laughs> of that. <laughs> That's gonna be your new uh called dmr or whatever the thing asmr was. asmr yeah <laughs> dmr dmr <laughs> that's a military rifle or something right <laughs> i have no idea what I dmr think so. is. i think it's one of the rifles from oh no it's bmr that's a, okay. the yeah. bar no there's a bmr in, oh, uh, in halo yeah oh that's okay what, i'm pretty sure that's what it's called maybe i don't know i'm not sure okay God, i haven't played halo forever i don't remember it's so sad yeah. I'm you such traitor a, i know i was a big fan of those games jump to sony well to be fair i was on sony first okay like, I had the PlayStation 1 and the PlayStation 2, which I still think to this day is probably the best console ever made. It's definitely way up there. Like, the amount of games they had, all the like almost all the games were good. Mm-hmm. It was backwards compatible, so all your PlayStation 1 games worked on it just naturally. It was a pretty good fucking console, man. Yeah. I'm but still pretty partial to the SNES, though. I think that's mostly just because of uh, childhood memories, you know. That's fair. There were some good games in the SNES. Mm-hmm. There was the uh, Batman Forever game on the SNES that was, like, impossible. Do you remember how hard that game was? No. I actually never played that one. That was a good one. The fucking loading, uh, the first level music is still stuck in my head to this day. Because nice. I just could not beat it. It was so hard. Granted, I was, like, six, so. I was going to say, yeah, you you were born the year it came out, I think. Uh-huh. So The Super Nintendo, not Batman yeah. Forever. No, I was, I was. It might not have been Batman Forever. Might have been a different one. It might have been Batman. What was the second one? Batman Returns. Yeah. It might have been a Batman Returns game instead. Okay. Because yeah, that wouldn't make sense chronologically for a Batman Forever game on the SNES. It'd be really late, probably. Yeah. Sixty four came out in ninety six. So. That was a good console too. Yeah. Mario Kart, dog. Ocarina of Time, fucking one of the greatest games ever made. Oh yeah, it was definitely one of the best party consoles like having the four controller boards oh was yeah just play a mario like party and fucking you know? golden eye and mario kart was good too mm-hmm. i remember playing birio kart you ever play birio kart no oh it's where you just play mario kart with your buddies and you get really drunk oh okay it's not an actual 
like well, video we game. have rules for it, like my friends did. Right, but it's not an actual video game. That's why I was like, no, it's like no, another no, no. game that I've never no, played. No, you're just playing Mario Kart. But okay. like we we had rules for it where before you could finish a lap, you had to finish a beer. Oh shit! So you can do one of two things: you can either guzzle your beers, or you can do what I do, which is that right as the game starts, you fucking shotgun three beers right there for the three laps, and then you just fucking you're just surfing around everybody. Like yeah, fuck you guys, you get to stop and fucking drink anyway, so. Guess who wins this one? Fucking Toad. That's who's winning right now. Oh, lame. Nah, I like playing as Toad. He's fun. Yoshi, too. Or or DK. DK was always... Excuse me. My voice just, like, totally cracked out there for a second. Mm-hmm. It's all that whispering you did earlier. It's all that DK. He just made me so happy. Was it true? Do you know a lot about Mario Kart? Like, anything at all? Quite a bit, yeah. I played is it, 64 a lot. Is it true that DK was the fastest character? Like, there was some glitch that made him faster than everybody else? There was. Yeah, that was in the original, in the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Because my, my buddy always said that for the N64, for Mario Kart 64, and I'm like, mm. I don't think that's right, man. Yeah, I think they fixed it by then. And he's like, no, Donkey Kong's always the fastest. I'm like, well, then why am I always beating you with fucking Bowser? So explain that to me. Yeah, and it was guy. actually like, he had the highest like top speed. So if you were like mushroom over a speed boost, like mm. his, high, his top speed was higher than anybody else's. So if you could keep that going without, you know turning into a turn too badly or running into something or getting hit, mm-hmm. then you could keep that top speed going and he had the best oh, overall output. Okay. But then, like as soon as you mess up one of your speed boosts or something like that, then you slow back down. Right, whenever you fuck up on the... On and he takes a while to accelerate back up. On again, the drift so. turns when mm-hmm. we fuck up like a noob. Yeah. Always got to wait for that, what, orange, orange smoke? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or was that... Yeah. Yes. I don't remember, I'll be honest with you. I know it changes colors every time. Yeah. And, like the third level is when you let go and get the boost. I remember one time playing, you know, Birio Kart with my friends. Excuse me. Um, You're contagious. I just did it too. I know. That's bad. Uh, playing Birio Kart with my buddies, and it was like senior year of high school, and we got snowed in at a friend of mine's house. Like it like had this huge snowstorm, and we knew it was coming. So we're like, we're not going to fucking school tomorrow. Who cares? So we all went over to his house because his mom was out of town. So we're like, there's four of us. I think we drank three bottles of vodka and, like, a whole 30-pack and also smoked a decent amount of weed and then just, like, woke up in the morning and everything was just fucking white and snowed over. And I was like, I'm ordering Chinese food. <laughs> and we did. They fucking came and delivered it. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Chinese food dri- drivers don't give a fuck. You can call them in the middle of a hurricane and they're like, here's your orange chicken, dog. You better be tipping that shit, though. So. Well, how could you not? I mean, that's impressive. It's the best thing about them. Especially when you're hungover or drunk. It's either one of those two. Yeah, I had a drunk Sunday night. That was how I got sobered up. I was like, I gotta work Monday. I need something that's gonna sober me up. Let's get a lot of MSG in my system, and that'll mm-hmm. get rid of all the alcohol. There you go. And all the rice. Like, you know, you drop your phone in the water, you put it in rice. It's the same the same. You know, yeah. You drink a lot, you just eat some rice. It works the it same way with your liver. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pull your liver out, mm-hmm. you throw it in a bottle of rice, mm-hmm. shake it up a little bit, put it back in, you're ready for like six more beers. There you so, go. Can't even stop yourself. Life Hacks by Zach. Life Hacks. Yeah. Life Zacks. Just pull your fucking liver out and put it in rice, dog. You're mm-hmm. fine. I'm, I'm happy to be doing this again. Me too. It's been a week, but still. Yeah, not not even a full week, right? I don't remember. We might have. No, I think it was Wednesday, right? Yeah. Because then we hung, out, we hung out again on Friday for the draft. So yeah, yeah, We yeah. did Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, that's right. We had our uh, fantasy football draft Friday. Yeah. That was a good time. It really was. We got a little Skype action. Yeah, we got our buddy. Ruben yeah. down yeah. in Alabama, Mississippi, something like that. I think that. it's Alabama, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's gonna be in town tomorrow. Actually, we're gonna go down to Riverbend, shoot some pool, oh, yeah? drink some beers. Yeah, nice, be a good time. It does sound good. I'm excited. You know what? I have to work late. 
why don't I stop by? Because it's right down the street. Yeah, you should totally do that, for sure. Text us. All right. Because I'm sure we'll fucking be there. I'm probably not going to leave till. I'm going to do what I always do when I go out drinking on a, on a weekday, where I'm like, I'm only going to stay till like 8 or 9 and have a couple beers. Not a big deal. I can mm-hmm. wake up tomorrow just fine. And then like 8 or 9 rolls around, and my girlfriend comes to find me. She's like, hey, do you want to get going anytime soon? And I'm like, I can stay for like two more hours. It's fine. I'm just going to have a couple more beers. And then two more hours rolls around. She comes and finds me again because I'm outside talking to like nine random fucking homeless people who I don't know. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, it's like 10 o'clock. Do you want to get going? We got to be at work at like six hours. And I'm like, we got two more hours. It's fine. Midnight. Yeah. Midnight's not a big deal. Don't even worry about it. Right. We're young. Yeah, we're young. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Then I wake up the next morning. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Why did she let me stay out yeah. that late? Yeah, it's all her, her fault. I'm like, hey, bitch, what the fuck? Why you let me drink till midnight, you fucking coos? Rhea of the coos? Is that... Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I think coos is an insult. I don't remember. Another little Dark Tower reference for everybody. Bam. For me and you and the three other people who listen to this that probably listen to the Dark Tower, or have probably read the Dark Tower. I could have listened to There's audiobooks. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Let's get into this. What do you say? All right. I just finished my first beer. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. What All right. We got? You don't. You don't want to pop the next one open. No, so I'm going to put it prepared for I'm this first story. Put it on microphone. It'll be fine. Everyone's oh. going to hear it. Go ahead. Let's Gives hear me it. something to edit later. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh-huh. I don't want you getting complacent. It's like a little present I can find. Yeah. Like I don't next want week you... when I finally get around to editing it. I don't want Since you. Since I get... seem to be a week behind every time. Sorry. Everybody. I kind of like it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about current event shit. Have you heard about Liam Neeson's next role? No. This new story apparently came out on the 17th, so it's almost like two weeks ago now. Oh, are we doing another Taken movie? Is that what's happening? Or? Well, yeah, it's uh, pretty close to that. So the 18-2. Let's, uh, you're going to enjoy this, I think. Hit it. Let's see what we this got. This isn't kind of a make Zach angry. This is kind of a what the fuck for everybody, because everybody needs to listen to this. So Liam Neeson's next role is a snowplow driver out for revenge. Liam Neeson will be taking his very particular set of skills to new profession in his latest movie, Hard Powder, as he plays the role of a snowplow driver <laughs> out for revenge for the murder of his son. Reported, he called it Hard Powder. Reported by Deadline, Liam Neeson will be starring as Nels Coxman nice. in Lionsgate and Some Entertainment's Hard Powder coming next February. Coxman is, quote, a local snowplow operator recently named Citizen of the Year of his Aww. small Colorado ski town for keeping the roads open throughout the winter. <laughs> That's his job. You don't get Citizen <laughs> of the Year for doing your fucking job. Nels lives a very simple and happy life with his wife, played by Laura Dern, mm. until their son is, quote, unjustly murdered by a local drug cartel. Now, first pause. If he was justly murdered, would he be like, oh, now that was just. I that was the exact question I was about to ask. Can you be justly murdered by a local drug cartel? Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Taking the law into his own hands with only the tools of an outdoorsman and snowplow driver, Nels sets out to find those responsible, but inadvertently ignites a gang war that threatens to engulf the town unless he ends it first. Okay, real quick, another pause. Mm -hmm. So it was taking the law into his own hands with the tools of an outdoorsman and snowplow driver. Yeah, the two distinct sets of skills. What are the tools of a snowplow driver besides a fucking snowplow? Oh, man, you got those sick driving skills. Like, he's going to be, like, fast and furious on those roads. They they drive 15 fucking miles an hour and push Mm, snow to the side. Nah, when Liam Neeson is a snowplow driver, my friend. This is already fucking fantastic. I know. I love it. The snowplow, the latest vehicle that is wrapped up in Neeson's unending quest for revenge and action, (laughs) as he was seen on a plane in 2014's Nonstop and a train in 2018's The Commuter. I didn't watch The Commuter. I haven't seen that yet. 
Hard Powder is actually a remake of a 2014 Norwegian film titled In Order of Disappearance in which Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård. Papa Skarsgård. This is the fucking Skarsgård podcast. I talk about them I every know. episode. That's why I loved it. I was like, we have to mention this. <laughs> he played the starring role, although his character's name was Nils Dickman instead of Coxman. I don't know which one I like better. Yeah. I think Coxman's better, I'll be honest with you. Coxman's like a good insult you could yell at somebody. Yeah. Like, fuck off, Coxman. I was like, yeah, that's... That's going to be beautiful. We are seeing this movie in oh, February. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to be there on fucking midnight release. Me and you stand outside the movie theater like, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. hard powder. And I know what you're thinking. It is not the sequel to the movie Powder. This is a totally separate film. It could be a prequel, though. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Powder? I have. It's a pretty pedophile Yeah. kind of not a fan He's, of it. He's uh, shirtless like 80% of the movie. He's also a young boy who has magic powers and goes inside of an old man and transforms his life. So that's it's a lot of pedophile overtones to the movie Powder. Yeah. That was Sean Patrick Flannery, though. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's fucking... Uh, from... Uh, yeah, from Boondock Saints. I'm trying to think which one was he. Was yeah. he? Uh, yeah, he was Connor. Okay. I think he was Connor. If he wasn't, you're going to get some hate mail. Well, he was either Connor or Murphy. I'm pretty sure he was Connor. Because I think Murph was uh, Norman Reedus. Almost positive. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty positive though. So yeah. Anyway, hard powder. Liam Neeson, snowplow driver, mm-hmm. going to war. With, yeah, no. Keep that up for sure. I want to keep yeah. looking at it. Um, that is, that is fantastic. I cannot wait. Fucking, I I want to know how the snowplow gets put into the movie. It's got to be put in somehow. Oh, absolutely. Like, so, there's like, going to be like eight kills at least with the snowplow. Oh, my God. That'll be awesome. Do you think it's going to be like that, uh, was it like No Left Turn or whatever that one movie was where he just turns like the snowplow into like the murder vehicle and there's just like fucking like Mad Max style spikes and shit off the side of it? Cause that I'm would hoping. Be, oh, my God. That would be fucking dope. I wouldn't even make fun of that movie. I'd come back and delete this episode. Yeah. Record a whole new one where I'm just like, guys, I was wrong. Hard powder is the fucking tits, y'all. <laughs> Everyone go out and see hard powder today. I want somebody to go through like a snowblower and like their blood just sprays out. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the wood chipper scene from Fargo. Exactly. But But only with a snowplow. Oh, fuck yeah. That's got to happen. Yeah. What else does he have to do? Oh, he has to kill somebody with salt. Mm, That has like in some way. That or he has to torture a guy with salt when he's trying to get info. Like he's got him chained up Mm -hmm. with tire chains because he's a snowplow driver. Okay. He's got him chained up in a fucking garage somewhere, and he's like cutting him, and then just rubbing road salt in it, and it just hurts worse. He's like, "Yeah, where's my, where's my son?" Although his son is dead, so I guess not. So it's, "Where's the guy who killed my son?" Mm-hmm. That's what he would say. Or maybe he's just insane. He thinks his son could still be saved. I mean, that's also a possibility. Oh my god, what if they do that? That'd be yeah. fun. February eighth, twenty. Mark your calendars, everybody. Yeah. February eighth, twenty nineteen. We're all gonna go watch Hard Powder. We're gonna come back here and talk about. It. It's gonna be a lot of fun. This movie's going to get pulled the next day that we're talking about this. Yeah. I, I When I first saw it, I thought it was like a Onion article or something, you know? Yeah. It it sounds like an SNL skit. Yeah, it you really know? does. <laughs> Wait, did we look up when Liam Neeson's supposed to host SNL? This might actually be an SNL skit that we're just fucking stupid enough to buy into. Yeah, we got trolled. It doesn't start back up for like six more weeks, so that'd be quite a troll. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's a deep cut. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh. I did it. I just said fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I know, and I, I did, and I'm mad about it for some reason. You can't hate who you are. All right, since we're talking about Liam Neeson, what's some of your favorite Liam Neeson roles? Hmm. Obviously the first Taken. 
Yeah. Like, it gets ridiculous after that. The first, the first one is really very entertaining. Good. No, that's a fucking great movie. What else has he done? Episode one, he was Qui-Gon Jinn, dog. He was. And he was probably the best part of that movie. Yeah. He was good. That's hard to argue. I mean, he was, he was good in episode I mean, you and McGregor was pretty good, so. too, though. He was, but... Those, those he are the he two doesn't good shine actors. until later in the trilogy, I yeah. think. So. Episode two is really Ewan's uh, fucking piece. What else is Liam Neeson done that I've liked a lot? Uh, let's see. We had Taken. It's always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pull up his IMDb. Fuck yeah. it. Let's get Liam Neeson's IMDb here real quick. There's so many IMDb titles in your fucking uh, search history, by the way. Yeah. Well, I live here. <laughs> I have it on my phone. I look at it constantly. Do you do the same thing I do where if you're watching a movie you've seen before, you'll pull it up on IMDb and read through the trivia? Oh, yeah. Because I do that constantly. I love doing that. Oh, those oh. blue eyes and that shit. Schindler's List. Schindler's List, of How course. How do we forget that? I mean, he's, he's in Love Actually, which you haven't watched yet, but we need to get you no. to watch that. It's a pretty good love movie. The Gray. I've heard that was actually decent. I haven't seen that one either. I think I watched it once. It didn't stick with me, so I don't remember a lot of it here. All right, let's go way back here. Yeah. Excalibur. Wow. Wow. He was Gawain? I don't know how you fucking say that. He was a young Catholic in the movie Nailed. <laughs> <laughs> young Catholic, his, his last name was Coxman. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, and he was a seaman here. Mm. Seaman and Coxman and the young Catholic. This is fantastic. There's so many gay jokes I can make, but Liam Neeson would kick the door in and kill me. Yeah, here. Miami Miami Vice. He was in the TV show Miami Vice? That's pretty good. Are you seeing that? Yeah. yeah. The Deadpool. Oh, Dirty like Harry. With, with Dirty Harry? Is that yeah. the movie? Mm-hmm. Nice. I had no idea that was him in there. Dark Man. That's a good one. That's oh, a good yeah. Liam Neeson movie. Yes, Dark Man is, is fantastic. <clears throat> Sam Raimi. I haven't watched that in a long time. I need to go back and watch that again. Yeah. That might be next on our rewatch list. Mm. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Schindler's List. I mean, that's a, that's just a good, like, feel-good movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Touches nice, the heart. It's a nice dreary day, and I want to feel kind of like, you know, lifted back up and happy throw on a little Schindler's List, you know, just kind of have some fun with it. Yeah. Make it a make it a whole day. Mm-hmm. Why not? Oh, he was in, uh, right here, Valjean. He was definitely in Les Miserables. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's the character in Les Miserables. Jean Valjean. Okay. Or am I wrong? I don't know. Scroll up. I don't know. Yeah, Les Mis. Okay. From 98. I was in that musical when I was younger. I was oh, in yeah. Les Mis. Were you Valjean? No, I was uh, Monsieur Thenardier. What does he do? He's the comedic relief. He's the, uh, well, he has a song called Master of the House, and he's the, uh, like, the innkeeper who, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the one played by uh, Borat in the new one, right? I don't, I haven't seen the new one, I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I saw a trailer for it, though, and I think. Yeah, I had two roles. I played Valjean, and I was, like, part of the resistance, because we only had, like, nine guys, so we needed more guys to sing, song, to sing songs. But yeah, I was in Les Miserables. Are we looking up the cast here? Mm-hmm. That was in 2012? Yeah. That does not feel like that. Like it feels like that movie came out two years ago. Yep, yeah, that's him, Thenardier. Thenardier. Yeah, your uh, early version of Sasha Baron Cohen. I've been called that quite a few times in my life, so that makes sense. That joke went nowhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> that went splat and died. Oh, the haunting. Forgot about that. Ooh, that was a good movie. Yeah, not too I bad. Forgot, I forgot he was in that. Da, da, da. Gangs of New York. Oh yeah, he was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad in Gangs mm-hmm. of New York. What a great movie that is. There's your uh, Love Actually. Yeah, that's Daniel. a good movie. I like Love Actually. Oh, he has a beautiful scene in Love Actually, and all it like makes me cry every oh. time I watch it. 
uh, isn't that Rachel Ghoul? Isn't that who he was in Batman? Spoiler, Begins? right? Oh yeah, has anybody not seen Batman Begins? That's watching this fucking or listening to this podcast because I really doubt it. Yeah, it's probably. There's no fucking way. Voice of Aslan. Oh yeah, I've Chronicles not watched all the Chronicles of Narnia to be honest with you. Yeah, I think I've only seen the first one. Ponyo, wasn't that the? Uh, that was like an anime, right? Yeah, that was a uh, Studio Ghibli. Yeah. With the fish. Oh yeah, he was the dad in Fallout Three. Forgot about that. Oh wow! Okay. You ever played that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the guy you're looking for the entire movie or the entire game. Yeah, you're yeah. dead. He's 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 bringing clean water to the capital wastelands, dog. That's right. I still remember that. Can't stop me. He was in Clash of the Titans playing Zeus. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. You knew that. No. That was a giant meme on the internet when that movie first came out. Release the Kraken. That was his whole fucking thing. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Okay. I know of that line. I didn't know. Yeah, that was, that was the whole like meme because it was Liam Neeson because that was in like his heyday where he was in like every third movie that came out. Do you remember when that was happening? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of these were all oh eight oh eight oh eight oh nine oh nine oh nine. Exactly. Ten 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 eleven. Every third movie that came out had fucking Liam Neeson in it at some point. Fucking Battleship. Yes. Oh look, he's Rachel Ghoul in the fucking Dark Knight Rises. No, he's he's Razog. You can go fuck yourself. No, Raish. 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 It's Raish Al Ghul. He, I will fight you on this. He was Raz Al Ghul. I will fucking fight you on this. I'm Maybe the comic it. version is Raish, but he played Raz Al Ghul. Oh, you that mean the name. right version? Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lego movie. I really like the Lego movie. I do too. I don't, I don't want to talk shit on the Lego movie. Million, million Ways to Die in the West. Did you watch that? I did not. It's a Seth MacFarlane live action film. Okay. It's a lot funnier than you think it's going to be. It better be because I didn't think it was gonna be that funny. Based you like on that Ted? description. Yeah. Thousand, uh, a million ways to die in the West. I've watched it probably five or six times, and I've laughed every time. It's a fairly entertaining movie. I enjoy it a lot. Taken three. Ted two. Is him and fucking uh, Seth MacFarlane are they like buddies? Because he's in like every fucking yeah. He's been in Family Guy episodes. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? Are they buddies or something? Must be. That's awesome. Uncredited as himself in Daddy's Home 2, apparently. How is he uncredited if he's played himself? That is the credit. That's <laughs> oh, fucking stupid. Official line. Hard powder. Credit. Fuck yeah, it's in post-production. They didn't put gets his last name in there, though. Nels. It's Coxman. Thank you. Untitled Men in Black spinoff? Yeah, well, hold up. It's filming right now. Plot is unknown. F. Gary Gray directing, though. Okay. He did the uh, Italian Job remake. That's right. And that was a pretty good movie. See, Rebecca Ferguson, Chris oh, shit. Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth Tessa that Thompson. Fucking two dime pieces so far. Emma Thompson. Was that Tessa Thompson's daughter? Emma Thompson, also in love, actually. So you're welcome. Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, coming out June next year, man. They're not going to spend much time on it. Yeah, I was going to say, how are they filming right now if it's coming out in June next year? <laughs> Ooh, that popularity is a little bit down. Are you seeing that little, mm-hmm. little tidbit? Then again, it also doesn't have a name yet, so this might yeah, not be getting... Plot, so. Yeah, <laughs> plot unknown, untitled. There's just a lot of dudes in a writing room right now doing a lot of cocaine. Like, is there any fucking way we can get Will Smith in this picture? <laughs> Please. Can he, can, can he write a rap for us? We need a rap. What's Tommy Lee Jones doing right now? Can we get him in here? I don't care if he's retired. Oh, my knee just popped audibly. I heard my knee pop when I moved it. I'm getting old. Yeah, maybe I should stop drinking. Nah. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. That would make it worse. No, it's never gonna happen. You'd lose all your lubrication. No, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. If I stopped drinking altogether, I could possibly die. Yeah. I don't think my body. The world might end. It'd be less fun. I can tell you that much. Everyone loves me when I'm drunk. I've never once been obnoxious, or loud, 
or irritating when I'm drunk. No, not, not no. once. You can't even think of one time. Nope. See? Sure Told can. you. Yeah. Yes. It's impossible. Ask all my friends. A single occurrence does not come to mind. Yeah. That's correct. Hit me up on, on Twitter. Name me mm. one time where I was loud, obnoxious, or irritating when I was drunk. Yeah. One and know. only one. Yeah. Give me it. one time that it's happened. Just one. That's what I thought. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> I just looked at Twitter right now. I didn't see anything. Yeah, exactly. Safe safe. My fucking phone ain't buzzing, yeah. so clearly I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like always, because I'm always right. Indeed. So this next one might actually elicit a response. And I'm kind of going back to the same well here. You're going to see this. This is just a recurring theme because they just keep popping out with more uh, Joker stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I know where we're going with this. I have heard about this, I think. So your buddy, uh, Joaquin. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know I love him. You, you do. He's uh, he's going to be doing a Joker movie here with uh, Todd Phillips from The Hangover directing. I don't buy it. He is. And, is it, like, uh, confirmed that it's going to happen? He says he could care less what you think of his Joker. Of course he could. He could care less of what you think of any of his fucking performances. Joaquin Phoenix sucks, and everyone knows it. He's a terrible fucking actor. He's an Academy Award-winning actor. From what? Walk the Line. Yeah, exactly. Where he played a shit version of Johnny Cash, where he never even fucking listened to a song. Couldn't even sing the goddamn songs. Fucking terrible. And I hate Joaquin Phoenix. You know what Joaquin Phoenix is? He's a hair-lipped, sad fucking reminder of what we could have had had River not died of a drug overdose out front of that fucking bar in L.A. That's what Joaquin Phoenix is. Man, I didn't even have to read any of the article to get you going. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what I, I want you to think of every time you see Joaquin Phoenix. Look at that hair lip, and then think of what River Phoenix could have been. Look how good of an actor River Phoenix was. Joaquin Phoenix ain't shit. Throwing the gauntlet down, me and Joaquin Phoenix. What's up? We're at war. Twitter polls. Meanwhile, he's set to play the Joker in a low-budget standalone film. <laughs> but he doesn't particularly care about the pressure of portraying the iconic character. Why would you? Speaking with IndieWire, Phoenix didn't show much interest in discussing Joker while doing press for his latest movie. But he did speak his mind a bit about how fans might react to his version of the Joker. Quote, I could care less. I don't really think that much about what people think. Who cares? Who cares? My approach to every movie is the same. What I'm interested in is the filmmaker and the idea of the character. Yeah, what did I just say about his fucking walk the line bullshit? Who cares how those characters are? It doesn't matter. It's all whatever. But earlier this summer, he revealed in an interview that this upcoming Joker movie scares him, saying, quote, It feels unique. It is its own world in some ways, and maybe, mostly, it scares the fucking shit out of me or something. It might as well be the thing that scares you the most. What the fuck does that even mean? He's just saying bullshit. Although his ambivalence towards fan reaction might strike some the wrong way, the actor cares about this upcoming project, citing the passion that director Todd Phillips has for the film. Also, why the fuck is Todd Phillips directing this movie? Whatever. Who cares? The film will simply be called Joker, and it's reportedly an origin story set in the 1980s and intends to be more of a gritty crime drama than a standard blockbuster comic book movie. Wow, way to break some new fucking ground there, DC. We're going to do a gritty crime drama, not some comic book movie. Yeah, we know. That's every fucking press release DC has done since 2008. Yeah, shocker. <sighs> Go fuck yourself. Joker is set to release on October 4th, 2019. And I'm set to not see that on October 4th, 2019. We're not lining up like we did for uh, Hard Powder? No, I'd rather watch Hard Powder twice than 15 minutes of this fucking bullshit movie that that's going to be. Go fuck yourself, Joaquin Phoenix. He's such a fucking douchebag. He's so full of his his fucking self. Like, I seriously, I hate 
Joaquin Phoenix so much, it's not even funny. I cannot stand that fucking dude. I think he's a shit actor. He hasn't done anything good. He's so full of himself that he's fucking he's fucking his own ass basically every time he talks. I don't know, it just it really scares me, man. It's like the scariest thing in my life. The scariest thing in your life is fucking not having a mirror to look in your own self while you jerk off, you fucking hair lipped cunt. What a fucking douchebag he is. I hope that he does the same fucking thing that Heath Ledger does and he kills himself halfway through this fucking movie's production. I hope Walking Phoenix is dead six months from now. Fuck him. Fuck Walking. That'd be kind of wild, like a Curse of the Joker kind of thing. The Curse of the Joker? I don't know. Mark Hamill's still alive. Yeah. For now. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto's only alive because I'm allowing him to be alive. <laughs> Jack. Nobody can kill Jack Nicholson. That guy's the epitome of not giving a fuck. Have you ever seen those pictures of him on his yacht in like the French Riviera and he's just eating like a sub? And he's just all fat and old and his beer gut's hanging out. No. And he's eating like a fucking party sub. Like, that guy could give a fuck what is going on. And that's why he was a good joker. Fucking waxing poetic about being the joke. Go fuck yourself, Joaquin Phoenix. Fucking douchebag. Well, see, the best thing about this, he doesn't care that you just went on that rant. Oh, oh I, I who know cares? he doesn't. Yeah, who cares? Well, why would I want to be good at a character? I mean, it's only my fucking job. Go fuck yourself. Like, is that what you want to hear from your fucking surgeon when you're going in to get your knee worked on? Who cares what you think? This is about me and my needs. It's like, no, it's about me and my fucking knee. That's what it's about. Get my knee fixed, you cunt. It's your fucking job to be an actor and do a good job. To be like, I don't really give a fuck how it comes out. I just want to do it my way. Like, well, then get a fucking new job. How's that sound? You know what? And if I go through McDonald's and you're taking fucking orders and I say no onions on my double quarter pounder and you put onions on it because who cares, man? I want to do it my way. I'm going to come back inside and put your fucking head in the deep fryer and make some goddamn Walking Phoenix hair lip fucking fries. Fuck you. God damn it. I hate Walking Phoenix so fucking much. Oh, man. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Oh, God. I'm going to fucking break something when this movie comes out. I hate Walking Phoenix. He's oh, the no. worst. What has he done that, that's been good? I like Gladiator. Was he in that? He was in that. He gets overshadowed on that, though. Nobody even knows that he's fucking in that. That's true. It was really early in his career. Yeah, he, he plays a spineless pussy. Way to stretch your fucking goals there, Joaquin, you spineless pussy. Fucking tweet Joaquin Phoenix. Let him know I said he's a spineless pussy. I don't get Because he won't care. It doesn't matter. I can say whatever I want to him. Yeah. I can say that I fucked his mom in the asshole while his dad watched that I came on his dad's face. He doesn't care. What does he care? I'm just an actor. Who cares? That might have been a little too far. Fuck him. I, I hope it is. He'll be dries in my house. I'll fucking drop my balls in his mouth. Fuck him. Fuck Joaquin Phoenix. No, I'll edit that out. No, keep it in there. Don't you dare edit this out. You edit that out, this podcast is over. <laughs> so I think I found the cure. You didn't say fantastic once. No. That mention. He is nothing close to fantastic. I'll tell you that fucking much. <laughs> so I just got to keep bringing up Joaquin Phoenix stories and you're going to be cured I mean, of your addiction. I've only got two stories to say about, well, now I have two stories to say about Walking. I only had one beforehand, which is that I hated fucking Walk the Line. Because Johnny Cash is my favorite fucking historical figure ever. Probably the greatest American singer-songwriter to ever exist. And he fully embodied that. It's not funny, man. That's so not funny. He was so terrible as Johnny Cash. There was no fucking... There was no heart to that fucking performance and in, in, in Walk the Line. Like, I went there. I watched that movie. I was excited. I love Johnny Cash. Yeah. There was no fucking heart. It just looked like he was there for a fucking paycheck. He's like, yeah, I can talk, talk kind of low, and I got a hair lip, so it'll make it look like I'm singing Elvis. I'm like, well, you're not fucking playing Elvis, so why are you doing an Elvis fucking thing right now, dog? Both of them died at a young age. 
Johnny Cash was old as fuck when he died. What are you talking about? You're a fucking prick. I hate you. <laughs> You know what? Take a break. I want to smoke a cigarette and get more beers. All right. Is, is that what you wanted, buddy? Did the monkey dance well enough for you? It definitely did, yeah. Well, guess what? I don't care what you think. It doesn't matter that I'm good at this or not. Even if I thought it was fantastic? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter what you think. Drink. Should you, okay, hang on. Doesn't matter what you think. I just do it myself. Fucking douchebag. All right, I'm, I'm done being angry about Walking Phoenix. Are you sure? For now. I'm sure we'll bring that back. That was a good segment. <laughs> God, I hate him. Yeah, let's see what I got for the next topic. Yeah, uh, we got now. Not staying in the movie verse. I actually had a great experience Monday night this week. Went out to Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. They had a special 50th anniversary screening of 2001: A Space Odyssey. Ooh, in IMAX. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God, it was amazing. Was it like fully, uh, like? digitally remastered and all that kind of shit yep all remastered um they upped it up to 7.1 surround sound no shit from the 5.1 fuck yeah yeah. oh my god it just it was beautiful what a great movie that sounded so crisp like because that that soundtrack just blows you away anyway all the classical music and just the sound effects oh fuck yeah the the noise of the monolith you know it's so good yeah i love that movie. it's almost unsettling you know because it just goes on forever at some points you know for sure no, like that's it's oh, one of my favorite films ever. I mean, it's right. Stanley Kubrick, who's yeah. probably top five greatest directors to ever live. Easily, I mean, yeah, the guy's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, two thousand one is such a good fucking. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah, it was awesome. And like just watching again, like thinking like this was fifty years ago, and like some of the stuff they had was like just basically predicting the future. You know, like when you see a lot of different old science fiction oh, stuff, yeah. like. He's uh, on the shuttle up to the moon, and all the seat backs have TVs embedded in them. Mm-hmm. It's like man, every airplane has that nowadays. Well, like people have talked about that, where like uh, like where like cell phone tech technology came to be and stuff like mm-hmm. that. People say that the reason it seems like that is because all the people who are like the software engineers that are making this shit, they grew up watching Star Trek and stuff like that. So like yeah. they kind of made the uh, sci-fi that they watch. Like well, we can make that real. So now we got fucking iPhones, all because. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking star trek was talking into a handheld like fucking uh razor or whatever the hell they were using yeah. back then i don't even remember yeah but then he gets to the moon station and he makes a call back to earth to his daughter a video call yeah so yeah he, like, he facetimes her. <laughs> yeah basically that's oh, so good man yeah i love that about old sci-fi shit where you like look at it you're like that exists right now yeah. you're like that's kind of what's happening and another thing like I really loved about it is you can buy into the character so much. There are no stars in that movie. No. Even watching it Monday, I couldn't tell you the name of one of those actors. I couldn't tell you them off the top of my head right now. Yeah. And I love that movie. I've watched yeah. that a hundred fucking times. Exactly. I, I just think that's beautiful. No, it's, it's, there's something to be said about finding no name actors who are just good actors mm-hmm. and using them for characters because you're able to get into it. Absolutely. That's the worst thing about like big star actors. It's hard to think like, Oh, well, what's gonna happen to this guy? She's like, well, that's fucking that's Henry Kai Bell. He's fine. That's yeah. that's not Superman. We're fine. We got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like it's it, it lends something to it. Not to sound too Joaquin Phoenixy about it, but there does add a bit of art, like artistry to it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. God, what a great movie that oh, yeah. is, man. It was I awesome. Watch that. Like that was just the best experience to watch that movie. You know, I can see that for sure. Huge screen, perfect clarity. And mm-hmm. Like I said, the sound was just amazing. That ending is just so fucked up. So oh, like, my God. Even knowing it's coming, you just sit there and you're like, oh, God. Oh. The fucking scene where, like, all the lights are flashing by. She's just like, oh. 
It's like, yeah, that's exactly how that should happen. That's yeah. beautiful. It cuts to him like every 35 seconds and yeah. his face is like sideways on the screen. Like, like his mind is ripping apart. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah. God, I haven't watched that in about eight months. It's about time for me to watch that movie again. <laughs> every now and then I just like to cut through all of like Stanley Kubrick's films real mm-hmm. quick. Just like, yeah, let's watch all like five that he did really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it quick. We were actually discussing that on the drive back with your buddy and we were... Uh, we found out there's only 13 films that he ever directed, like mm-hmm. feature-length films. Yeah. He did a bunch of like short documentaries whenever he was first mm-hmm. starting out, before yeah. he did uh, Path to Glory, something like that. Yeah, I think that was his first big one. Which I haven't seen that one yet, so I need to look that one up. I think I've seen it once. I don't remember it too well, so mm-hmm. I can't say much about it. But I'm sure I've watched it all, because there was a time where I was like fully mm-hmm. obsessed with Stanley Cooper, so I'm, like, I'm going to watch every movie he's ever made, for oh. sure. So I like, just found everything I could find that had his name on it, basically. And looking up, I actually forgot that he did Spartacus. Did I ever tell you my uh, theory that I have about movie directors because of Stanley Kubrick? No. Um, okay, so like his last movie that he fully directed before he died, you can kind of argue about this, because technically AI was what he was working on when he died, but that's not a Kubrick yeah. film, so go find Eyes Wide Shut. So. Eyes Wide Shut was his last full-length feature film. Mm-hmm. And Eyes Wide Shut is essentially softcore pornography, like you could see it on Showtime. It means nothing. It's kind of a shitty film. So I have this whole theory where, like, because all he did was make, like, deeply introspective, artistic, beautiful works his whole career, mm-hmm. and then he made softcore porn, and then he died. So now, because of that, Michael Bay's last film is going to be fucking mind-blowingly good. Because all he's done is made, like, softcore explosion porn his whole fucking career. <laughs> so his last movie he makes is going to be super introspective, artistic, beautiful, fucking mind-bendingly good, and then he'll fucking die. That's exactly what's going to happen. Michael Bay's last film will be amazing. Wow. I can't wait for Transformers 14 now. I hope it is Transformers 14. I hope it's Transformers 14. I hope it's, like, Dostoyevsky fucking inward-looking, beautiful, like, makes you think of how human yeah. beings work. And then it's like... Michael Bay found dead today in his apartment. <laughs> Wait a second. They were robots in disguise. Maybe we're all robots in disguise. Maybe we're all hiding from our inner self. Yeah, the Transformers are just like the X-Men. It's all a giant allegory for being gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. Gay? Bay? I just fucking broke the code. I just folded in on myself. It's like uh, Interstellar all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm behind the bookcase, I swear. <laughs> I like Speaking of which, like, Nolan pulled so much from 2001. You could tell he's a fan. Oh, that movie was a fucking ripoff of 2001, essentially. It was really well done. It was a great film, and I loved it. But it was, he and basically like, did. Half of Inception also. Like, all the anti-gravity, like, walking around. There's, like, the stuff oh, in the dreams, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, walking through the hallways and I'll stuff. Be honest like, you, I didn't like Inception that much. Yeah. I think part of it is that I got way too talked up from everybody else who had seen it before me. Okay. Because I was, you know me, I'm not a huge fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So I try to avoid films that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in because mm-hmm. I'm like, no thanks. I don't need to see him act goofy and quirky and attractive all day. Like, so you know what we need? We need a buddy comedy with Joaquin Phoenix and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Greenlight that right now, Hollywood. Yeah, go for it. I'm not going to watch it. Do whatever. Zach's head will explode. Oh, yeah, no. It'll make fucking $4,000 million or however fucking numbers work. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Math. But yeah, like I just I stayed off on uh, Inception for the longest time. It was kind of my fault for being so hipstery because I'm like, well, everybody likes that movie, so I'm not going to like that movie. And then I eventually watched it, and I was like, yeah, this movie's not that good. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is an 
okay film. This is an okay film that got confused where it was like, oh, well, if it's really fucking uh, confusing, then it means it's a good movie. That means it's well-written. I'm like, no, it just means it's fucking convoluted is what you did. You just made 4,000 different extra rules in your own made-up fucking world. But and it then, made the audience think about it. Think about what? How shitty the movie was made? <laughs> about whether it was reality or dream. It was all a dream. It was a fucking movie. How it's supposed to work. Break a fourth wall. Do something interesting. But did the top stop spinning? Who cares? <laughs> That's what I say to that. How quickly you become what you hate. <laughs> That's my uh, my entire review on Inception in one word. Who cares? Or you know what? Even better. One word. Whatever. <laughs> Just Okay, cool. Yeah. Neat. I'm so interested. Like, Shutter Island is a better film than in- Inception is. It's essentially the same movie, but it's still a better film. It's better shot. The scenes are better. The costumes were better in fucking Shutter Island. It was way more predictable, though. Oh, it was very predictable. But so was fucking Inception. I mean, ten minutes into it, you're like, oh, this is going to end with us wondering if this is a dream or, or, or not. Like, that's... You just saw that shit coming four miles away from that eight and a half hour long movie, however fucking long it is. I didn't actually. How did you not... You've seen movies before. You know how fucking writing works. You know for sure that was going to happen. I was just, I was in for the ride. Go fuck yourself, Barwell. You can go fuck yourself. I was there real for the hard. experience. You're going to be here for my fucking balls in your mouth. That's what you're going to be here for. I have a funny story about Shutter Island. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say about your balls. I was going to say, I, mean, I, I might got, skip that one. I got a lot of funny stories about my balls. You guys will hear that. Uh, no, Shutter Island. Kind of a funny story. I was in, uh, I was in high school at the time when that movie came out. Makes and I was sense. still working at the movie theater. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, because it was like, I want to say it was like junior year whenever I, that movie came out for me. Like junior, yeah, ju- junior year sounds right. And a friend of mine, Katie, she was, uh, she wrote for the school newspaper and she did movie reviews. And she had to do a review on Shutter Island. And she was like, she's like, I gotta do a review on this, but I kind of don't want to pay to see this movie because it's probably going to be whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, I can get one person in for free with me, like, once a day. I'm like, why don't me and you just go see the movie together? And I was like, I'm like I'll just get you in for free. We'll go get lunch or something afterwards. Like, who, who gives a fuck? It'll be way easier. No, I, I had a girlfriend at the time. Oh, okay. And then actually, there's a second story behind this one that I'll tell later. Anyway, so, me and her go to the movies. We're watching Shutter Island. We're about 20 minutes into it. And I leaned over to her, and I was like, he's going to end up being one of the patients in this movie. Like, in this uh, asylum. She's like, whatever, that's not going to happen. Then the movie ends, and that's exactly what happens. He's one of the patients in the asylum. She's like, you're a fucking asshole for spoiling that movie for me. I was like, I hadn't seen it yet. She's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, that was the first time I had seen it, too. She's like, I didn't see that coming at all. I'm like, you should watch more fucking movies then, because that's how movies work. Yeah. Ever since fucking Shyamalan made, uh, oh, fuck, uh, Sixth Sense, ever since that happened, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is just going to be a fucking twist. Like, nobody cares. Has he done a movie without a twist yet? It was Avatar, The Last yeah, Airbender. Say they added Here was the twist. It was a fucking terrible film. <laughs> Nobody saw it, so we don't know if it had a twist in it or not. Here's the twist. No one watched it. Did you watch uh, Split? I still haven't, no. That's pretty good. That's what I'm hearing. I actually kind of They're tying it into uh, Glass now, so. Yeah, no, it, it gets tied into Unbreakable, which is probably Shyamalan's best film. Like, if you watch Un- Unbreakable, it makes sense why he got so many movie deals. Like, you're like... Oh, this is really well done. There's some really smart fucking scenes in this movie, and like this is shot well. Like, that's why people liked M. Night Shyamalan. 
Then you watch Devil, which is uh, one of the best worst movies ever made. Have you seen? Is that the ones like entirely in an elevator? Yeah, where they're all stuck in the elevator, and one of them is literally the devil. Oh god, it's so good. Have you watched it? No. You'll love it. It is so bad. I got to catch up on some Shyamalan. Yeah, just watch them all. Fuck it. Since I'm, what he's he's only made six movies. What is that? An afternoon? Who cares? He's up to like double digits. Is he really? Mm-hmm. That's sad. We'll just watch all the good ones plus Devil. Okay. Yeah, I think I've only seen four. You know, so it's I saw funny, Six but... Sense. I saw Unbreakable. Signs. You know who's and the village. You know who was in Signs. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin fucking Phoenix. <laughs> and he sucks in that movie, too, like every other movie he's in. Uh, the fucking village kind of sucked, too, to be honest with you. That was kind of a horseshit ending that I was, saw was coming. Was he in that one also? I don't remember. Probably. He was probably one of the monsters that was raping chicks or something. Who cares? Yeah. That's what he was doing off screen anyway. Fucking monster that he is. No, like, the uh, the village was such a bullshit movie because like that, that was another one where yeah, it was like that's where i stopped i haven't seen one since then i haven't seen a shyamalan movie since so. that's fair well the village is another one of those movies where, like you see the ending coming fucking two minutes into that film where it's like this is the 1800s you're like no it's fucking not i already know where this is going fuck you read it done moving on whatever fuck this movie yeah and then he also did what the happening which i heard was terrible oh my god with uh mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene in that movie, though, with Mark Wahlberg, Isn't where it? we get to see that he's not maybe such a good actor all the time. He's a great actor. He's done really good scenes. He is terrible in that movie. You know who's worse in that movie than Mark Wahlberg? No. Zoe Deschanel. Really? She's the girl in that. And she is, when I say useless, I mean use. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm watching you try to spell Shyamalan right now. Hang on. Got it. Oh, nice. Look at you, buddy. I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, when I say useless, I mean fucking useless when it comes to Zoe Deschanel and the happening. That is fucking terrible. Okay, so Six Sense Unbreakable Signs Village. Oh, Lady in the Water. Skipped over that one. I heard that one was good. I haven't watched that. Yeah, Giamatti, right? Right, yeah. Wasn't, uh, what's his name? Harry Potter was in that movie, too? Danny Radcliffe? Maybe. Let's look that up real quick. Doesn't look like it. Nope, okay, I was wrong. Bryce Dallas Howard is in it. What was the other one? Not Lady in the Water. Friday. Happening. Then he did the Airbender. After Earth. Will Smith and James Smith. Oh fuck! That was a really bad movie. Mm-hmm. The visit about the kids that went to their grandparents' house. And then oh something yeah, no, I think are they I, aliens or something? I never watched the movie, but I think it got spoiled for me. So I'm gonna go ahead and spoil the visit for everybody real quick. Uh-oh. If you don't want the spoiled visit, I'm gonna give you five seconds to turn off the podcast. Uh, so the visit, spoilers for it. If I remember correctly, it's something about like the grandparents aren't actually the grandparents they're like two old people who escaped like an insane asylum or something like that and they're trying to kill the kids or something it was something stupid i do know that the grandpa in that movie uh wears adult diapers and shits himself a lot and because of that he hides the diapers because he gets embarrassed and the kids like climb in like the crawl space or something and find a bunch of adult diapers that was a scene in that movie at some point it's pretty scary yeah i mean i didn't write it so don't, don't look at me like that Split, that was a good one. Also, notice it says directed by, not written. Probably why that movie was good. I'm excited for Glass. Because Split gets uh, like tied into Unbreakable, which I think is the best Shyamalan movie. I think it's fantastic. But yeah, Zoe Deschanel in The Happening, one of the worst characters slash acting performances she's ever done. And she's done a lot of shitty acting performances before. I could believe that. No, if you haven't seen The Happening... 
It's a pretty good hate watch. Okay. We'll have to watch it sometime. We'll get real drunk and watch it. We can laugh hysterically because the trees are killing people and it's just fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. Is uh, it Wahlberg like a science teacher or something too? That sounds funny. Just yeah, Wahlberg's like a middle school science teacher, <laughs> if I remember correctly, who knows a lot about trees and the water cycle. I think that guy brought up at one point too. <laughs> nice. It's so good. No, it's a it's a great hate watch. It's a lot of fun. If you guys haven't watched The Happening, get five or six of your buddies together. Get a case of beer or some whiskey, whatever it is that you like to drink. I'm just like talking through burps right now. No, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're like really studying what you're gonna yeah. say, but it's not. I'm no, just laughing. whatever it is you like to drink, get with your buddies. If you guys like to smoke a little bit of vitamins. Get, like, you know, maybe a little bit of weed. Get a little bit of high for that. Get some revenge on the plants that are killing everyone. And then watch that movie and tell me you don't laugh so hard you almost piss your pants. It's fucking fantastic. It is so bad. Anyway, I got, I actually brought a uh, topic today. Uh-oh. I was curious what I'm you would think I'm not talking this. very much. Yeah, so, um, I don't know if you heard or not. Do you remember the whole thing that happened with Louis C.K. last year? Vaguely, like he was masturbating in front of women or something. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. He was jerking off in front of chicks without asking if, if it was cool or not, yeah. which is not an okay thing to do, guys. Not really. Just so we're all clear here. If, if, if they give you permission, then fucking go all out, buddy. Throw some ropes. Do whatever you fuck you want to do. I don't care. I'm not going to stop you. You're an adult. Are there girls that would say yes to that? Probably. Yeah. I mean, just for the story, even. Like, how great would it be to be the girl sitting in a bar in New York be like, yeah, I let Louis C.K. jerk off in front of me at one point. It was fucking so, so, so funny. He's so hilarious. He's a genius. But no, anyway. It Louis was fantastic. C- yeah, it was fantastic. Louis C.K., one of my favorite comedians, sadly, that all this shit happened. It was sad because, I mean, the guy was so fucking funny. I don't know if you keep up with stand-up comedy at all. Mm-hmm. He's fucking funny, man. He's got a great, and he's been funny for just, like, he was looked at before all this shit happened. He was looked at as like a like a legend. He was like Carlin status to current really? comedians. He was just looked at as like a genius because he was so fucking. He was great at writing jokes. He was a great stand up comic. Okay. And then we find out he's been jerking off in front of chicks without letting him know, and we're all like, okay, that's not funny. So this is not cool. <laughs> anyway, so Louis C.K. This all happened. I want to say about nine months ago, and he just kind of like. He got cut off from all of his shows and stuff. Like, all of his shows got dropped and things. He just kind of stopped doing stand-up comedy. He wasn't around at all. Okay. He did two surprise shows, like, earlier this week at, like, uh, the Comedy Cellar and somewhere else over in New York that he used to frequent. Just, like, did, did, like, surprise sets. Just showed up. Nobody knew about it. And did some sets. People didn't, like, buy a ticket for his show. No, just... people just bought, bought, like, a ticket because, you know... The way a lot like of open com- mic night, or- not exactly open mic night, because this is New York and it's the Comedy Cellar. It's one of the biggest comedy uh, clubs in the world. Oh, really? Okay. So they constantly have like big name dudes coming in doing 15, 20 minute sets, and it's just like a really cool shit. Okay. It's like what I strove to be before I realized that I wasn't funny, like that kind of shit. Okay. And so like they they usually have nights where like they'll have seven or eight basically headliners, and they'll all come up and they'll do like. 10 minute like quick sets and stuff like that and then like you pay your ticket to get in and you buy your drinks and you get to watch these fucking great comedians basically workshop their new bits they're going to use for whatever the next hour is they're going to record okay and louis ck just like popped up unannounced surprise showed everybody which is ironic because he got in trouble for 
popping up unannounced jerking off in front of people. And that wasn't shows. his act? No. Oh. Set. oh my god, how great would that have been? If he just came out and was like, hey, uh, I'm Louis C.K. And he's just like... <laughs> so he's, he's, he's getting some flack now because of that. Which I, is justifiable. Absolutely. Like, I get it. You know, I'm one that I'm always going to err on the side of comedy over anything else just because I'm biased. The one thing I will say that pissed me off about it is that from what I've heard, because I haven't heard the sets at all, but just from what I've heard, he doesn't mention the whole giant thing that he went through with getting caught for being a fucking sexual deviant and then, like, being blacklisted from shit and losing all his, like, shows and stuff. Doesn't mention that at all. He just does his, like, typical stand-up shit. Hmm. I think that's fucked up to me. Yeah. Where it's like, if you're gonna pop up randomly, literally nine months after all this shit happened, you gotta mention it, man. Like, that's the whole point of comedy. You gotta mention it and make some yeah. jokes on it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you get ahead of the... Like, not really ahead of it since it's so long. Like, yeah, it's been nine go, months. But <laughs> you still, like... Yeah, you, you gotta bring it up. I just, I feel like it's disingenuous to not mention it whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, the whole point of comedy, especially the yeah, way you're that, not sweeping that under the rug. No, and, and you can't. Like, it, it's almost as bad as, like, when the whole Bill, Bill Cosby thing happened and he was, like, still touring. When there was, like, 30 chicks who were like, yeah, he roofied me and tried to rape me. He's like, oh, but the pudding pops into, oh. It's like, okay, you need to not tour right now. You need to take a fucking break. Which, Louis. You can't expect people to laugh at you or with you exactly and it's like louis like he did take a break he apologized he had his like you know like news news release and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's two things that are kind of shitty one thing i don't care as much about from from the girls i've talked to about it they found it worse where he's like he did it surprisingly it's where the people who had paid to see the show just saw him where if they didn't want to support him they didn't have the choice which i uh, agree with Throw it out there, advertise it, let the market decide if people want to see Louis C.K. still or not, which I'm sure people would have gone seen him anyway. He's There would have been an audience. Yeah, no, for sure. What I didn't like, though, and this is just from a failed comedian standpoint, although I've never gotten in trouble for jerking off in front of people, so yeah. there's one thing I have on Louis C.K. is that I have yet to jerk off in front of people without being asked first, so there's that. I got that going for me. But yeah, what I don't like about it is that he didn't mention it in his fucking sets at all and i'm like you you've got to mention that man like and i mean and he's been famous for making like dark comedy like shit that like you shouldn't laugh at but he makes it laugh like he's i was gonna say that's one of the things i've heard about like his show is like really awkward comedy like you just sit there like not knowing what to do like how to react he fucking destroys himself and everybody else involved like it's hilarious and that's what's always been hilarious about him and why why it's great is that he does these really dark, fucking, like, crazy, out-of-the-fucking-norm shit that you're like, whoa, like, that is funny. Because that's the best thing about comedy is when you can catch people off guard. That's how you get people to laugh, is when you you make them laugh at something that they know they shouldn't laugh at. That's the greatest thing about comedy. To not mention it at all, I just, I want to say the best word for it is disingenuous. Where it's like, you know what you are, you know what you're about, you know how comedy works. Why are you acting like this shit isn't happening? Why are you still doing your typical routine of like, you can't eat pizza on the subway and shit like that? Where it's like, you, you need to fucking mention this. And I feel like had he mentioned it, he wouldn't have got as much flack. Then again, I, I could be wrong. Maybe he would get in even more trouble for mentioning it and being like, he's trying to make light of a fucking sexual assault allegation and stuff like that, which I get. I mean, I can see the point you're coming from. I'm getting really like 
real talky right now, which is weird. But it's just I'm such a fan of comedy, and I love stand-up comedy. And it's why I did it. I've loved stand-up comedy since I was fucking 12 years old, watch, like listening to old Sam Kinison CDs with my dad. I love stand-up comedy. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. And it, it just sucks to see it get besmirched in that kind of way. It's definitely going through some tough times right now. Oh, my God. Everything, like is, everything just... is so PC and you offend anybody anytime you open your mouth. Like, right. How do you make a comedy act out of it? Well, the whole point is that like you're supposed to be kind of offensive when you make jokes like yeah. that's how jokes work you need to be offensive yeah, like exactly. like you said earlier it's trying to make people laugh for something that they normally shouldn't exactly yeah it's it it's a surprise of it that's where the comedy comes from is when you make someone laugh at something they shouldn't laugh at and you're like oh that's pretty fucking good like you're like oh that's a good joke yeah. i mean otherwise what are, what are we going to turn into are we going to have open mic nights and people just doing knock knock jokes is that the kind of world you want to fucking live in because it's not the one that i want to live in I mean, kind of. I do like puns a lot, so. Yeah, but you want puns for every comedian from now on? That's all you get to hear? I mean, I'd like it from you. I'm not doing puns. That's the lowest form of comedy. Yeah, well, that's you. why you're a failed comedian, because you didn't want to adopt it. Yeah, that's exactly why. Because I wasn't like, what's the deal with airline food? I just, I'm biased. You're bi. I get <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm biased. I love comedy. I love stand-up comedy. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. And it's um, I wish I could remember who said it. I might have brought this quote up at some point earlier in the podcast, like one of the other episodes. I want to say it was Phyllis Diller who said that, but as she pointed out, is that comedy is a foam-tipped sword. It's a way to make a point without drawing blood, and I've always loved that. And with the way that it's going, and this is nothing against the PC thing. Like, if you want to be PC, that's fine. I'm not gonna tell you how to do comedy. It's your fucking job. But now, like, I'm stuck in this weird middle ground where I'm like, what Louis C.K. did was wrong, and what everybody else is doing is wrong. And I'm like, there's, like, eight people who are funny nowadays. And I'm like, we're fucking losing them one by one, man. Like, we've got, like, five comedians right now who have a viable uh, fucking career and are still funny. Like, we got, like... And any of them could topple at any moment. Oh, God, I hope not. (laughs) Like, we're we're running out of them. Speaking of comedy, by the way, like, do you still like stand-up comedy? Do you watch stand-up comedy specials at all or anything like that? I couldn't tell you the last time I watched one. Yeah. Netflix just released a really good one last Friday. Oh, yeah? It is Burt Kreischer. Oh, nice. I do he, like Burt. He's, he's hilarious. I've done those movies podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he got viral from that whole machine story that he's been telling. You know, that was mm-hmm. everywhere, and that got him, like, viral. So he did a totally new hour. It's okay. called Secret Time. It's on Netflix. Uh, debuted last Friday. I watched it. It is fucking fantastic. Okay. Watch it and tell me you don't think it's funny. He better be shirtless for the whole thing. He is. Okay. Well, he comes out with a shirt on and then throws it into the crowd. Okay. That's good. <laughs> All right, buddy. You want to wrap it up? No. I, th- I think I seriously talked too long. I don't know what people are going to think about that. I don't usually make valid points ever. That's true. I don't think you drank enough tonight. I'm going to blame the alcohol. Clearly not. I'm talking about fucking, like, philosophy and how comedy is great. Quoting comedy legends and shit. Phyllis Diller. All right, guys. As always, we appreciate it so much for listening. Uh, We we love you all. We hope you enjoyed this. Not all of them. You know what you did. That one guy. Are you you talking to me listening to this in the future? Maybe. (laughs) Are you talking to Joaquin Phoenix right now? Yes. You know what you did. You were a walk the line and you suck. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. We uh, we fucking adore you. As always, we appreciate the uh, the listens. We hope you had fun. We hope you learned something. Make sure to follow us on Twitter 
at the A2Z show, as in the number two, A2Z show. Also follow me at Melch Knows Best, M-E-L-C-H-K-N-O-W-S Best. You can follow Andrew at, is it the big guy or just big guy? Big guy ACV. Yeah, at big guy ACV. Air conditioned vagina. Remember it. And then um, SoundCloud, of course. You guys want to leave some uh, comments? We're on SoundCloud. Again, it's the A to Z show. Yeah, that's how you're listening to us right now, probably. Yeah, because iTunes fucking hates us. Uh, I also, I haven't been mentioning this lately, so I want to make sure I mention this. We also have a Gmail you can contact the show at, and it's um, A to Z show. Number two again. Yeah. Number two again. It's also a capital A. I don't know if that would make a difference or not, just in case. A number two Z show dot ask at gmail.com. If you want to send us like anything you want to talk about, any kind of comments, topics you want us to hit, that way you can keep it anonymous so people don't have to know that you listen to us. So, oh. how does that work? Nice. All right. Quit blowing up Zach's DMs. That's what this message is. I wish my DMs were blowing up. They're definitely not. Yeah. All right, guys. I love you. I love you, Varble, as always. Thank yeah. you for uh, being my uh, Sherpa. Absolutely. Five episodes in. High five. Fuck yeah, buddy. Mm, That's what's up. All right. Love you guys. Take it easy.